The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Kwame Sports Talk. We are live. This is Kwame Lasher. Dougie B is on the line. Demory is at the airport. Now, let me explain why I said that for the guy who needs no introduction. Dougie B, you with me? I'm here, man. Not going to make it in today. Lexley flight is running late. So as she lands, I will give you a call to meet up. I'm not meeting with you, Demery. The airport is three minutes away from the studio. You could have been here when she landed, and you could have left, and you would have been there in time before she left down from the from her plane, her seat, by the time she got down in terminal, I don't like lame. Got Uber. I don't like lame excuses. He makes a lot of excuses. Uh, but you know what, young guy, young guy, <laughs> and I tell him to his face, young guy. I don't have time for that nonsense, man. Airport is three minutes away. Doug, you know where we are. You you're not in the studio today, but you know where we are. You be in tomorrow. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. I got a bagel today from uh, Starbucks. Now, normally I get my bagels from Einstein, which is I feel is better. Starbucks, it's not bad, but it's not Einstein. It's not bad. I was. I know uh, Starbucks had bagels. I thought they just had those the pastries and all that stuff. stuff. Yeah, nah. Starbucks got it all. You just gotta ask. <laughs> I never said. Well, you know what? I, I think they in that little case. I just go for the coffee. Got my uh, Grande, Pike's Place from Starbucks, who has the best coffee, who has the better coffee, I should say, than Einstein. Ooh. Oh, between I'm gonna say because I got my Dutch brothers right here as well, man. Dutch brothers, how you got Dutch brother? You you left the house, or you was on your way back home? Shall I say? Yeah, because I, I dropped the the two older kids off, and I've got the two younger today. So swing by Dutch brothers, get me going for the day. Try to get some stuff done around the house before the weekend. Okay, okay. Uh, we, well, we got a lot of sports to talk about. Uh, before we bore anybody about my breakfast, my eating. Actually, it's also good stuff. You know, I just don't like to talk about sports. Quite a lot of sports talk. It's not all about sports. It's life stuff, really. PSAs across the board. Sometimes. Oh, you know, I got a PSA. I got PSA. I thought I was going to see you today so I can show you this uh, sobriety test I had to take, although you know about it because we, we talked a little bit off the air on it. Uh, but no, we're going to do that tomorrow. Well, it's not going to matter tomorrow. Tomorrow is Friday, so what's, what's tomorrow? Like, what's, what's, the, what's the theme for tomorrow? Thursday, Thursdays, <laughs> Wednesday. Uh, got a baby Fireball Friday. Oh, Fireball Friday. That's right. That's right. How do you forget about Fireball, man? No, I'm still in my scary mode, though. I'm only drinking wine. I can't drink that hard stuff. Hard well, st- we'll, we'll do some stuff after the show, before and after. Well, if you can get there a little bit early, we'll do some stuff before the show. Get there early? Get here early? I'm always here early. Like 10 minutes early. Like oh two minutes yeah like ten minutes before <laughs> man oh man you watch the uh, what do you give me? let's let's breeze right through this NBA stuff because I do want to talk about some NFL having a draft tonight the draft tonight a lot of lives gonna be changed 
you know what? Yeah. What's more important is the NFL. Let's talk NFL first. A lot of lives going to be changed tonight. A lot of lives. But what baffles me is how these guys are messing it up right now. You having a guy, uh, it's about four or five guys, whose whose integrity and character is being questioned after the combines. I can't believe that, and that that might be an understatement. You've been to the combines. You've been on your your powerful interview, which is th- that's what that is. And now you come back and you get in trouble. There's a there's a possible Ray Carew situation. If you remember the Ray Carew story, Dougie B. Right. Okay. There there's a domestic violence situation. Have you not been watching the NFL and what they're doing to uh, people who works for the NFL, work in the NFL? Uh, you, you you bring up you keep bringing up Jameis Winston, but James Winston's issue and situation was while he was playing. Stop bringing up that old stuff just to tell a story. Right. I understand you can reference some things. You can reference, go back and say this, this, and that. But you bring it up just to tell a story that has nothing to do with him. You you talking about other players, but Jameis Winston's come up. You look like you look at the offensive tackle, the big offensive tackle for the uh, LSU, and it's about to get crucial for him. Uh, the situation I mentioned, you know, the situation I mentioned about. Uh, a Ray Cruz situation. Uh, you talk. You, we talked about on the air on the show here the other day, uh, Tuesday, about Ryan Ray, X-rated linebacker from Missouri. Gets, uh, get, but he gets Shane Ray? Shane Ray. But he gets on. He gets on first take and profess that he's a clean cut kid. Now, I don't know any clean cut kids, even the ones that went to Brophy. Definitely not. Well, now, did you see the backstory on Shane Ray, though? I don't care about that backstory. That backstory sounded good, but then he gets in trouble. He was a great backstory. He got a great backstory. Uh, if I, the one I'm thinking of with his mom and all that stuff and where they slept and how they came up, mm-hmm. that's a great. Yeah. That's a great backstory. But how you can? How can't you take that story and, and and continue to make it better? Because he was making it better. He has put himself in a situation to make millions, and this money he's about to lose, Dougie. He can never get that back. Never. You can never get something back that you lost. Never. Well, not only, you know, money you can always make up. You can do endorsements. You can do sponsorship stuff. I mean, money's always going to be there to put on your talent. But some of the stuff, like you're talking about, can't get back. It's your character, man. You know, once your name is out there for something, it's hard uh-huh. to erase that. I mean, look at James Winston. Yeah. Perfect example. That happened during the, you know, during the season. Right. They're still talking about it during draft day. Let me tell you. They're still talking about the fact that maybe we don't want to take him first. Everybody's taking him first. Because there's a story. But do we want to deal with his problems? Well, he's at, well, you watch this guy. It's just, it's, it's, that stigma is going to be there for a while. You know, and that's what you can't get back. You can't get that clear, clean cut history once you do something wrong. It's always going to be referenced back. Well, it's crazy, man. You, You watch this guy, you watch his story. You watch the story, and Jameis Winston issue, and, and that happened. Uh, that happened while the season was going on, and it was taken care of while the season was going over, or immediately after. But you watch him go out there and play. No guilty man can play like that unless you're just a psychopath and you don't care. I, and I can understand the difference between the two, because it's possible. But when you talk about guys like Shane Ray and 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 you get on national TV and profess everything you did, and you come from a situation, and you got a great chance of making it better, your character is what you mentioned is now in question. Now, you go immediately into the NFL substance abuse program, and that's crazy. Then why would you put yourself in that situation? As far as the money you can get back, 
he, money is money, but you can't get back what you lose. So let me explain that. Shane Ray might be the fifth pick in the draft. Who who has number five? Uh, Washington Redskins, I think. Mm-hmm. He'll make $13 million. But now, with that character, his character being questioned, Washington don't have room to be picking guys that might have a problem because we trying they trying to upbuild that program again, and they got to deal with the Robert Griffin III situation. They had they just they just re up this or uh, board up his fifth option, which is worth sixteen point two million dollars. He haven't did anything since his first year in the league. Now, granted, he's been hurt. I give you that because the game is physical. You've been hurt, but I want to ask Robert Griffin to shut up and play football. I would ask him to do that as a starting quarterback. I don't hear all these other quarterbacks that's significant in this league that doing a lot of talking, and we all are different. We all are different in that regard. But shut up and play football. If I'm watching Redskins and Shane Ray is, is it sitting there at number five and I don't draft him, that's $13 million gone. You can't get that back. Now you go into the late first round or a second round. He could take – Shane Ray can get another contract after this first contract. He can get uh, – what would, what would be a three? Or no, it would probably be a four-year deal, depending on how he played, four or five-year deal. But it will be multi-millions, multi-double uh, double and triple the contract he would get right now. So he can't get that $13 million back. $13 million is gone for good because if he, if he had it and added on to it, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Having it and losing it, you can't add on to it. Having it right in your grasp but and adding on to it, he can't get that back. Well, right now, most of the mock drafts don't even have him going top five. Shoot, he was a top ten player, and and I was thinking Cleveland because Cleveland had two picks. And and while we talking Cleveland, Cleveland had uh, I want to say Cleveland have Cleveland might have number five, or they got nine and nineteen well, or something like that. Cleveland's twelve right now. They twelve. Twelve. They got twelve and nineteen. Mm-hmm. They got twelve and nineteen, and the talk mm-hmm. now. See the see the draft don't start until the second round. Because I've had so many different scenarios about what Tennessee Titans would do. And I've heard so many different and I bought into what they might be. I um I thought they would trade it to San Diego to get Phillip Rivers and Mariota to the LA Chargers or whatever they're gonna be, San Diego Chargers, <laughs> whatever they're gonna be. The San Diego LA Chargers. Right. Um but I but that was the one of the scenarios. Another one now just came up this morning that I saw was the Cleveland Browns. It's a couple of them. The Cleveland Browns wanted to give up both first rounds for that second round pick. And then they just got Josh McCown. Josh McCown, to me, is a serviceable quarterback. I know a lot of people don't like him because he's a journeyman, but he's a journeyman for a reason. He's serviceable. Uh, they let their quarterback go. Uh, who's their quarterback last year? Who? who? Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer. They let him go. He's, he's now playing somewhere else. Uh, but they want to give up two first rounders to get Mariota. That's a that's a situation, a scenario that came up as of last night. With the draft being tonight, uh, I'll be down in coaching Willie's uh, uh, one East Boston Street, four thirty to five thirty is happy hour. But that's VIP. That's for VIP only. Everybody don't come up there talking about you VIP. I know who's VIP and who's not. Uh, <laughs> but. Here's another. Oh, come on, man, we're VIP. <laughs> oh yeah, we VIP. You VIP. Well, vanish, <laughs> vanish in your place. <laughs> but look here. Here's the. Um, here's another scenario with Tennessee Titans and uh, Cleveland Cleveland Browns. Well, you go back to what all the moves that we didn't have any. We 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 looked at the the, the head coach for the Philadelphia 
Eagles. We looked at what he was doing. Yeah, we looked at everything he was doing. We looked at the players he was getting. And then uh, the controversy of signing, it is controversy to me, of signing Team Tebow. Although Matthew Stafford says he's a camp body. Possibly. That makes sense to me. But we shall see. He does, <laughs> he does run that. He still has to throw the ball in our offense. Well, they picked up Sam Bradford to possibly trade Sam Bradford to Tennessee for that number two pick, probably with some money and some cash. So it's a lot of scenarios. This is the best part of the draft when you get the willing deal. This is the willing deal. Like I said, there's a lot of life changing, a lot of situations where where uh, guys, you know, they go from nothing to multimillionaires. And to mess it up in a situation like this where there's the drawback on – me questioning your character for something you did after your biggest interview, in my opinion, which was the NFL combines, the college draft combines, and then you go get in trouble. It baffles me that the guys could do that. It really does. But, but that's, you know, the, I mean, part of that's going to be young and immaturity, but at the same time, man, I mean, we're not talking about some minor stuff. I mean, look at Yad. Um, just in, look at college football right now. How many... Um, stuff is going on as far as Florida's uh, the Gators Jackson was arrested and charged with robbery I mean UCLA monitoring uh, one of their uh, recruits that were arrested in Texas I mean we're just not talking about the draft coming up we're talking about college guys I mean it's just it's happening all over football from NFL and college man but you gotta understand you're going into the draft you're about to make millions Especially depending on where your where your stature is and how good of a player you are, if you're first round or fourth round. But if you're in that first round, then stay your butt at home. Yeah, don't you do know anything what? else. That, stay home. That makes sense to me. But you and I, uh, <laughs> that makes sense to us. But these guys think they Superman. I don't know. And the agents don't care. The agents don't care at all. If they did, I w- that would be one of the first things I tell my player: don't come out. If, whatever you need, I got you. Yeah, you want food? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, don't come out and be that guy, be that idiot. Now we're looking at different, now we're looking at guys dropping from top 10 to over some, over what I think is from the earth situations, but when you put your marijuana, weed, whatever you want to call it, but in the NFL, you can't smoke it. You could do whatever you want on your own time, but once you brand it and work for the company, the company say you can't do this, can't do that, you can't do it. And why you want to? Mm-hmm. And if you want to fight the system, you gonna lose. You can't be that. That machine is different. As much as you think you're right and how you feel that you're right, you gonna lose. That machine is different. That system is bigger. You can't. Here's why we're talking about football, even on football season, because the college players, because them getting in trouble, and and then and then the prospect of them going to a professional team and how they're hurting their draft spot or their position. This is why football is the most popular sport in the world. And, I mean, I can argue that with soccer overseas. I can argue that, but right. here's why this game is the biggest thing in this country. Here's why this game on every network, every network, and if they was on PBS, they would be big to have the number one rating. They have the number one ratings on every network during football season. And they, and they got the NFL channel, the NFL network channel that I was gracefully uh, on. Uh, word on the street is I did a great job. And I think the word was great. 888-346-9144 is the number we're going to call in. We have about two minutes before we go into the next, before we go into break. 
Doug and B is on the line. Demery gave me some BS about he's at the airport, which is three minutes away. Which is three, <laughs> which is three. I mean, I just don't, man, that's just silly. That's just silliness right there. Yeah. Yeah. Here. yeah. You know, and we're talking about, you know, with Cleveland, some of the scenarios they're looking at quarterbacks. Why give up those round draft picks when you can get Bryce Petty or even Sean Mannion later on in the draft? And both those quarterbacks, I think, are just, if not the same, right behind Mariota and Winston. And they fit Cleveland's offense. You think you, Cleveland? You think so? Oh, yeah. I think they're Cleveland fit. has that traditional just, I mean, here's my thing. With Mariota, Mariota's come from Oregon where they did a lot of the quarterback draw. They did a lot of the options, stuff like that. So, that, I mean, Mariota's got to kind of conform to NFL standards regardless what team he goes to. But if you look at Bryce Petty and even Sean Mannion, both those guys are more of that traditional quarterback, which Cleveland likes to run as far as, you know, they'll, they'll run the ball a little bit, but they, they want to air it out. Cleveland wants to air it out for sure. I like those guys. And if you look at what Cleveland's doing, picking up some of those guys they've got with the receiver, they've kind of shorn up that whole line. Uh-huh. They're coming. You know, and I think I, I would, if I had those two options, it would be hard. I, I think I would actually go go with uh, Sean Mannion over Bryce Petty. I didn't hear Just, you. I didn't hear you mention. Uh, I didn't hear you mention Hundley. Hundley's in there too, but I, I'm not. I don't know, man. I'm not. Why? Hundred percent sold on Hundley yet. Why not? Because I don't know can... if it's being in, just watching some of the games this year. There, you know, especially with like the. You're watching with ASU and stuff. Uh-huh. There's just something about him that seems I can't and I can't put my thumb on it right now. But but you're not willing to take that chance as a as a first rounder or late first rounder because because uh, because no. when you talk about no. uh, Bryce Petty, Brian Hundley ranks ahead of him, and that was just four years. But those those but I don't look at Brian. I mean, I'm I, looking I at do. what they done in games because. But if you look at Bryce Petty. His stats aren't that impressive either, though. But let me say this to that. I, I, Marcus Mariota is uh, ranked higher than Jameis Winston, but I'm taking Jameis Winston because I know this, this freshman, this redshirt freshman, found a way to win, kind of like Cam Newton. Uh, if Cam Newton would play so much, he'd be the top-tier quarterback, but he plays too much, in my opinion, and he's a great quarterback uh, or could be a great quarterback. Uh, you can't go... Like you, we talked about. We, let's go to break. Yeah, let's go to break. Let's go to break. Let's go to break, and I'll come All back right. and let you finish that. Chrome Lots of Sports Talk. Dougie B's on the line. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back, Kwame La Sports Hall. Hey, that might be my theme song right there. Give me the name of that. Uh, I don't know why I don't know it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. How do you not know that, man? Man, don't worry about I'm what cool. I know. I, I got it. I had concussions. I got that though for you because I was I was the one that talked to Kevin about getting that. Man, Kevin know all this. He, you, Kevin don't even listen to you. He told me that too. <laughs> I'm lying. He didn't tell me that. But no, that's that's my that's my theme song. Uh, Dougie B is on the line. Now, you know what? That might be my. You know, every every superhero got to have a background music. I'm a superhero, Doug. <laughs> every superhero has to have background music. Let me get that again. I, I got to get that one more time. Look, man. Cornerback for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Road Tide, whatever. Whew, Cyrus Jones was arrested and charged with two counts of third-degree domestic violence. Doug, what's third-degree domestic violence? Third-degree. Not second or first. What's third-degree? You know what? And no, I've demanded you. Let me look you. that up. Where is that at? And, uh, you look Alabama, it up. You, right? you should know what third-degree is. No, because every state's different with the way they write their laws and all that stuff. What's third man. degree in the state of Arizona? We don't have like third, I mean, third degrees and all that stuff. You just shoot them and, and drag them to the, uh, put some cocaine oh. on their body? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Uh, no, I don't know what why why they would say third degree, but I'm, I want to look up the internet. Yeah, look that up, man. Um, and I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be some type of, as far as what it would know, was it an assault? Uh, DV, right? Yeah, d- yep. Domestic violence, third degree. But this is the fourth guy from Alabama since spring. This spring, the fourth guy this spring from the University of Alabama. I need to call Mark McMillan. Let me get this guy to call in. Fourth guy this spring from Alabama getting in trouble. Come on, man. That's just crazy. That might be crazy. So, uh, But I don't know what third degree is. And and it goes back to what I said, what we talked about earlier. These guys are light about the lives about to change, and they're in a situation now. You're talking about uh, Lyle Collins, the uh, highly taunted offensive tackle, and uh, Baton Rouge, where over at LSU, let me tell you, let me give you the story. After shooting death, it was a shooting death, a pregnant woman who was his former girlfriend of uh, Lionel Collins. And she was shot to death by the baby. She was pregnant. But the baby survived. Come on, man. What did we over over some child support? And you 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 know condoms cost like three dollars. <laughs> over some child support. Dang. That's why men are the dumbest people on the creature. I uh, mean, dumbest. Listen, this is what I just said. They are the dumbest creatures on the planet. I might be on that medicinal. I might be on that uh, Oreo cookie, talking like that. Are you looking up third degree? Are you looking up because? According to the story, it shows third-degree harassment and third-degree criminal mischief. Oh, um, okay. 
So what I'm thinking is the third degree, it's obviously going to be probably, you know, your first degree is going to be, you know, kind of the highest, most prominent type deal. Like if you're talking about harassment, the har- I mean, I hate harassment because it's so hard, you know, to prove. But um, what, what? Explain that part before you move on. It's just because a lot of it, she said, she said top stuff. So if I call, you know, Carly's been coming over here and telling me he's a he's gonna try, drive up to my house and he just keeps calling and and, and all this stuff. Well, unless you have anything top, you know, proof wise, how are you gonna prove it? Because then you're gonna go to the other person. Oh, man, I didn't do that. He but, just. But why do they take the, to get why, in trouble? Why do they take the guy in all the time? They don't, man. Well, not all the time, but not in that percent of the time. But if there's something to prove, like say you have text messages and numerous text messages, right. well, now you've got some proof that you can substantiate with. But unless, you, unless you've got some type of evidence for that, man, you know, just like, you know, if a cop goes out to, say, domestic violence, like an assault, you know, husband, wife get in a fight, it's a verbal argument, but she gets pissed, calls the cops, they come and say, hey, he hit me in the face during our argument. You go talk to the guy. I didn't hit her, man. We've had a verbal argument about some stupid shit, and that was it. Well, you would see a mark on her face, wouldn't you? Well, exactly. But wait, so, say there's no mark on there. Uh-huh. She said he hit me. He, he said she said. But there's no mark. How are you going to arrest that guy for assault when there's no evidence of anything? It's well, just a verbal. But but they do get arrested, though, and that's crazy. No, they don't. They do, somebody got to go. Once once. Once the law enforcement called, because now they say it's the taxpayer's money, but once they come, somebody's gone. And, and what if the what if a guy is going into the draft tonight, like Lionel? He was in Chicago getting ready for the draft, going through all the activities that possible first round uh, guys do. Go through the, you know, James and Mariota wasn't going to be there. Uh, Lionel Lyle Collins, he was down in Chicago. They flew him back to Baton Rouge to go through all his tests. Now let me tell you what that does for him if it's none of this is true. That keeps teams away from him. He's a top five pick. That he easily a top. He's a first rounder. Let me say that he would after twenty picks, he would be one of them. But what that does is keep teams away from this guy, keeps him away from him, and then possibly find out that he he didn't do it at all. I hope this is not another Ray Carew situation, because if he did that over some child support when condoms are like three dollars or something like that, that is crazy. That is crazy. But you got to be careful who you're hanging with, really. Uh, 888-346-9144, that's the number. We got Mark McMillan. See, you see what I'm saying? I make a text and my, and my boys come through. Roll Tide, what's going on, man? What's going on? You got Dougie B on the line. What's going on what's with us? What's going uh, on, man? I, I'm just sitting here watching this golf, man, trying to work on my golf game and, and uh, you know, trying to, trying to marinate on some of these dudes about to become millionaires by the night. Yeah, you know what? And we're talking about that, become millionaires. But one of the things that baffled me, and, and it, it's coming from your school, a great institution, a great, I won't say institution because that's for crazy people, a great university uh, academically and uh, athletic. What, what, there's four guys who's been in trouble at uh, Alabama, and I don't know why because exactly what you just said, there's about to be some life-changing situations tonight. Stay away. And Doug and I said, look, if I'm in the first round and I went to the combine and all that stuff, and I'm projected going the first round. I'm not coming outside at all. I'm gonna get me a treadmill, get me some weights in the house, and this is us knowing what we know now. Not how—that's hindsight having 2020. But these guys don't know. They still kids and thinking they're Superman. But what's going on? Because because Sabian is a—I mean, he's a—he's that guy, man. He he get these guys in line. But it's four guys over there. What's going on? If you know anything. Um, 
it, it, now, now it's, uh, you know, somebody made a quote that was kind of right on point. Um, you, you, you know, going to Alabama is a privilege. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you go there to, to try to get better, uh, try to better yourself. Now these guys are going there. It seems like, you know, what can Alabama, uh, you know, do for me? Right. It's more like, uh, not saying like, man, I'm going to go to Alabama to help myself and better myself. Now these guys are just taking it like, yo, I'm, I'm a four star, five star guy. I'm about to go first round. I'm about to wild out. I'm about to do what they got to do. Instead of just humbling themselves and be like, yo, you're at a great institution. If you're one of those, if you start at Alabama, and me and my son were talking about that the other day, your chances of going up to being drafted are probably like 60 to 70% if you're a starter and you put in work. You don't have to be a starter. You can just play one year. You yeah, just, yeah. You, it's almost like Kentucky basketball. It's three and out over there. Yeah, Kansas too. Don't don't forget to add that in there. You know how uh, <laughs> you, hey, you know how USC used to be like that. Guys was getting um, drafted from practice because they had like three and four guys that should be playing anywhere in the country, should be playing. But watching them practice and they make a few plays here and there. But they getting drafted, not highly drafted, but they going into the league from from practice. And that's why I always tell kids to go hard. And you do a lot with kids. Uh, you got you got the um, you got the blue gray right. Yeah, yeah. We do blue you know, explain a little bit. Of, explain a little bit about what you're doing with the blue gray, and what do you talk to these kids about? Because these are these are the next generation of kids going on Thursday. Uh, we, we we get uh, like I said, we get about three to four hundred kids every weekend, and uh, you know we travel the country in a different state, and uh, you know get opportunity to, uh, to mentor these kids and tell them some of the stuff that we've been through, so they don't have to go through the, mm-hmm. the same thing that we we've, we've been through, and you know some of them gonna be hard in it and. And some of them, uh, you know, will listen. A perfect example of a young man I just had in Kansas City. Kid had no offers. He ran a four three forty. Ran like a four flash shuttle. Uh, broad jump ten ten meters, wow. ten feet. Just a kid. Uh, you know, just worked with him for a little bit. And after the ca- the combine, uh, Missouri Western offered this kid a, a scholarship on the spot. Uh, you know, just just you know, just just for coming out and, and, and doing the right thing, saying the right things. He was a yes sir, no sir guy. Uh, shook all the coaches' hands. Uh, you know, a real personable kid, and you know his mom was there, his dad was there, and his mom just fell out crying. And you know, mm. that's an opportunity for this kid that he don't even have to pay for college right. uh, for his parents. So you know, a lot of kids take it for granted, thinking they get all these stars and get all this hype. Um, you know, it, it's you, just because you're all everything in your school here in Arizona or California, man. There's kids in, in Florida, there's kids in Dallas, just as good as you. So when you go to a university, uh, you're just a, you're just another guy. Mark, I talk about that. Do uh, you have anything, Doug? Mark, I no, t- man, it's just it, it's funny that you see a lot of these kids these days, especially like what what you're doing, Mark. But there's a lot of kids that it doesn't matter. They can come through and act like an angel, and then the minute they leave that program, they're back to their doing their own stuff. You know, it's just funny. It's, I think it's just that generation that we're seeing these days with these kids. You don't see the respect for the parents. You don't see the respect, you know, for the teachers either. And I mean, you're throwing away an opportunity to be somebody in the NFL and you're going out and doing some boneheaded, knuckleheaded stuff. We need some coaches like that mama that whipped up on that boy in Baltimore the other day. Oh, my goodness. You see? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, you know what? We, we you, have, you go to jail for that now. I don't understand that. When kids was getting beatings and not not whippings, and when it was getting disciplined uh, for, for doing wrong, you didn't have a lot of crime and all that stuff in the streets. So now you can't touch them because it, it it brings probably the city, state, and the country money to arrest everybody. It, it, now it's it's crazy, but I think I thought the ultimate goal was to have a better country, better nation, better group of people. So it takes the United States. Let me let me throw this out before I move on. 
they have never did anything peaceful. So when if I discipline my kid, you don't have to worry about calling the police. I'm going to call the police. Come get me because he's about to get it. You don't have yeah. to worry about that because because I don't want my kid breaking through your house in your house coming through your window for you to shoot him. So I'm gonna discipline him at home. I'm not gonna do a scare tactic. We are gonna have grown men conversation. We are gonna have conversations about what's right and what's wrong. And if you understand, you understand. Explain to me what you understand about it and what you don't, and we'll go over it. But they gonna make some mistakes. But now you got a dialogue you've had with this kid, and he or she know this can never happen again. Yeah, we we see it. Uh, I'm sure you see it with with your coaching on the weekend, and uh, you know some of those kids will listen. Some of those kids will offers already. They you know walk around like they stuff don't stink. But uh, right, man. You, know, uh, you, you go back to the Super Bowl. How many uh, you know four or five star guys were, were playing in this with starters? It wasn't. It was zero. It was zero. Zero. So, so all those all those stars and accolades, you know, go just go out the window. And uh, we're a perfect example, man. We didn't. You know, we didn't have no stars coming out. We didn't have no scholarship offers coming out. We had to go to JUCO and. You know, earn, earn our way to uh, to make it to the next level. Because everybody think I go to D one. You talked about a kid just now, and, and and immediately I started thinking, man, this guy can go to school for free. Just stay out of trouble. Now all the other schools gonna want him, but he got an offer right there. Take it and run. If you that good, they gonna find you. If you that good, they gonna find you. I had two kids today. They knew more than me. Not today. I'm sorry. Last weekend, it's at Coronado High School in Scottsdale. They knew more than me. They want to argue me about my technique and how to play this and play that. I'm like, you, you're not even good. You're not even starting on your team, and you good. So what's the reason for that? You are, you have great talent. Uh, one was a freshman, one's a junior, about to be a senior. I said, you have great talent. You're not starting on your team, and I see it. So you tell me the reason for that. I said, never mind. I tell you, you run in your mouth when you should be shutting up. Sometimes coaches like to hear themselves talking. Yeah, you got to understand that and say, okay, I got a coach, or or say this. Okay, coach, how would you play? How should I do that different? You got to be able to take coaching. If you can't take coaching, nobody has time for that because coaching is a business, especially as the higher you go up, it is a business. It come down to me getting fired or you getting cut, you gone. You are gone. But you Wait, I remember like last year when I was coaching up at Deer Valley uh, with the freshman squad. There was a couple guys on there that have the talent that you can see you could easily be D1, but they are doing some stupid stuff outside of football. And as much as I try to sit down and talk with them and try to give them some guidance, it just did not fit in. And I'm like, you, you're such a knucklehead, man. You have some talent to do it, but you want to go and do this and do your own thing and not listen to us coaches that we've been there. We've gone through it all. We know what we're talking about, but you want to act like you're better than us, right. that you know better than us. And we're there to help you. That's the car. Mark traveled all over the country trying to help these kids, especially at a skill specific. He's the best on the football field. you you coaching guys that are the top uh, – Arguably the best athletes on the field, but they know more than you because somebody told them they was good or their mother spent a lot of money to get them into account. Man, you if yeah. you don't back up and, and, and reserve yourself and pause, it is crazy. Uh, before yeah. I let well, you well, go, Matt. We go to the draft. My man, what's my man, Shay Ray? Uh, you know, I just looked at the whole draft story and how they, you know, pump up these guys. Man, and, I was sad. Uh, I, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you guys are bitter. You guys are always on these young guys, but. You know, they're giving these guys all this limelight and all this exposure, and then the young man goes out and, you know, gets caught with marijuana and costs right. himself probably a hundred thousand, you know, a couple hundred thousand, maybe a million, easily a million dollars. He can never get that uh, money back. You know, just we were talking about Shane Ray when the show started. Yeah, he can never yeah, get that money back, man. You, 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 you hit the nail on the head, and it's disappointing. You know what? What those kids can say to me is thank you. 
Because that's what I say to Ronnie Lott every time I see him. Well, that's what I say to uh, Dennis Smith out order. That's what I say to all the uh, best defensive backs. Thank you for playing the game the way you play so I had something to live up to and play to. You, you, you worrying about me hating on them? I don't hate on anybody. I don't even got the hate in my blood, per se. Maybe one or two hates. But <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, I don't – man, what you can say is thank you because I, I appreciate the, the guys that came before me and played the, way, the game the way it's supposed to be played. One of my great, greatest compliments that I've ever received was you could have played in the 70s. And you know what kind of football it was in the 70s? Man, I, don't, I ain't trying to hear about nobody limelight. I thank those guys that came before me and what they should do is say, hey, Mark McMillan, thank you, 5'8", five, 5'8", Five eight and some change. Appreciate playing the game bigger than you are. That's what they should say. Now, before we let you go, Mark, I appreciate you calling in. You got the first pick in the draft. You got the first and second pick. Who you taking? What deals you making? Ooh, man, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's going to be some willing and dealing today, man. It's gonna I know. Some, <laughs> it, it, it's going to be willing and dealing in Alabama. My man Wiss is going to be in Alabama, and my man uh, Mariotti going to be uh, he going to be in Hawaii uh, sipping on some pog juice. He, he better so, not uh, be. <laughs> <laughs> he might have a straw. In, I mean, an umbrella in it, but it might not be no. It better be that fruit punch. Yeah, it's it, it, like I said. If I, if I obviously you know the 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 pick is Jameis. Uh, from Tampa Bay, you need a quarterback. You got Evans. You got a great receiver. Uh, mm-hmm. You're trying to build around your organization. He's more of a pocket passer. Uh, you know, he comes from a pro style offense. Mariota's a great athlete, great great quarterback. I agree. But he comes from a system. And you, if you go back at all the Oregon quarterbacks, uh, none of those guys uh, fare pretty well in in the league. So, uh, you know, I, if I'm picking, I'm, I'm picking Winston. Obviously, you got. Somebody with that guy, you know, right. uh, after he leaves the, the football field because uh, he's going to come across a lot of money. And, uh, you know, if he had trouble in, in college, uh, you know, no he's going to have a little trouble. He's going to have a little trouble in, in, in the pros as well. And Real quick. I can't blame him because first got my check. I kind of wild out a little bit as well. But, uh, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. it's a different ball game with all the media I, I, I think and I was all, with you. all the cell phones. <laughs> I think I was with you a couple times. But listen, n- never mind that. Um <laughs> Never mind that. Um, you think it hurt him being in Tampa, close so close to Florida, so close to uh, Tallahassee? Um, I, I, I don't. You know, from that position and, and from uh, you know from from where he's coming from, um, I, I think it would probably be good for him because he'll have a you know a support system. Right. Uh, that'll be closer, but it also can bite him in the tail because all these boys are going to be coming down from Tallahassee. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, everybody's going to be in his ear, so. You know, he's he's in a tough position where Mariota. You know, he's from Hawaii. He really don't have any, uh, you know, state ties as as to Jameson. So man, that's it's, it's a tough pick, man. If he, you know, I I hope he goes to Tampa Bay. You know, Lovey's a great coach. I'm sure he's a he's a great guy that's going to mentor him, and uh, you know, I'm I'm sure it'll work out well for him. I, I got to pick with. Okay, well, you know what? We got to get out of here. I, I agree with you. I got him as my first pick. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and talk some basketball. That's Mark McMillan, yours truly, Road Tide. I hope to see him tonight at Coaching Willie's at my draft party, hosting a draft party. You know it's, it, 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 you, you say you got some free appetizers, right? Free apps? Everything free for you. You know you with me. You know how we used to white, do. That's, that's white rice. Right, that's white rice right there. Come on through. Quamalot Sports Talk, Doug, you being online. Appreciate Mark McMillan calling in. We're going to come back, take a quick break, talk some basketball on the way in. We out. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back, Cormela Sports Talk. We'd like to thank Mark McMillan, a uh, road tie Alabama graduate, played uh, numerous years. You know, Mark, I didn't want to say this why he was on the line, but that guy beat me twice in the same year on two different teams. But he played for Philadelphia and that defense. You, we know about that defense, uh, Jerome Brown, mm-hmm. Seth Jordan, all those guys, Clyde Simmons, uh, Byron Evans, uh, Dirty Waters, Andre Waters, all those guys across the board. It, it's great playing on defense like that. He went out there at about 5'8", made some plays. Now, he ended up playing, uh, what, what, what was the first team? I think it was Kansas City. And then, where was he? He's in Kansas City and somewhere else in the same year he beat us. He was on two sidelines and beat us. Because I think he got traded or something like that. Yeah, because he went to Philly, played there, mm-hmm. went to uh, States, and then where? a couple years with Chiefs and 49ers. And then oh, it was Washington. the 49ers. It was 49ers first, and then it got traded to Kansas City or something like that. Then he you know, beat us in t- no, twice in the same year. Yeah, he played Casey and then last two years with San Fran and Washington. Yeah, that's what. Oh, it might have been. Shoot, I don't know. It might have been one of those teams. All th- it could have been all three of those teams. But you know what? The guy balled out to be a, a considered a short person in thirty-two states. He balled out. Well, yeah, you look at him, man. Five? What'd you say? Five seven, five eight, mm. and he was. I'm giving maybe him five eight. Sixty. Yeah, <laughs> wet. You know, you just. I mean, you look at that. That would be one of those guys. If you didn't know Mark and how he played, you would have looked at just his stats of the height and weight and been like. You'll never be able to play NFL, man. You're too small. Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here, boy. Get out of here. Man, real quick. You want you want to touch on that uh, Mariota? Because Mariota is in the system, and that's why the system. You want to touch on that before I go to basketball? Yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that really quick. And, you know, with Mariota, he's a great athlete. No one could deny that whatsoever. Um, I mean, you look at what he did at Oregon, you can definitely tell him, yeah, Mariota is a great quarterback. But at the same time, it's that system, like Mark mentioned, with Oregon. And you don't see a lot of Oregon quarterbacks coming into the NFL and making a name and longevity. So if I'm coming up and I need a quarterback for my team and I have that pro-style offense that's set in place, nothing that I can rebuild about. It's already there. I got the receivers. I got the, my running backs. Great line coming up to block. 
game I get to take the chance on Mariota where that's not the type of quarterback I need for my system, or do I look at either going Brett Hundley, Bryce Petty, or even down and going with Sean Mannion? You know, if granted we're looking, Mariota's going to be, you know, picked up, you know, probably number two or number three, but again, so many people draft for the name other than the need for the team. Um, and that's why I look at it with Mariota, man. I don't know if I take my chance on him right away that early if my my offensive system is better than fit for like a Hundley or a Petty. So be interesting to see, man. Let's see what Mariota can do in the league. Right, right. Yeah, it'll be it'll be great. But I think that system, and because I I buy into that conversation as a, a NFL ready quarterback, and I have to because I don't have to, but it makes sense. Because when you looked at Andrew Luck at Stanford, he was already in that system. Who was his coach? Jim Harbaugh. He was already in that pro-style offense. He was under center. He was in the shotgun. He did everything he needed to do to move smoothly right into an NFL system, which he did in Indianapolis. Uh, you, and, and, and you look at Mariota, who's in the system, and this is why I say he'll be successful depending on where he goes. If he goes to Philadelphia, and Philadelphia are making moves, and I mentioned Sam Bradford possibly being traded, uh, he was traded from St. Louis to Philadelphia, and and I think that was all predicated to get to some trade bait and add some things to it to get to move up in the draft and possibly get. That's a big move because I think they somewhere. I think you got the draft right in front of you, right? I think they somewhere like yep. like eleven or something like that. Um, well, and look who who's the, who is Philly's quarter or, uh, Philly's quarterback? Philly's coach. Chip Kelly. Where'd Chip Kelly come from? Right. Oregon. That's that system. So he'll he'll do yeah. well playing in the system. That's a system and there's NFL and there's NFL ready. So it, it Mariota do well if he can get to Philadelphia. Uh, other than that, I still think he's an intelligent quarterback. The guy only threw in his in football career in college, fourteen interceptions. That's outstanding. He and, and Well he's good. I mean, I'm not denying anything. He's a great athlete. But he's he's an Oregon product, and that's what you got to look at as far as a quarterback. He's an Oregon quarterback, uh-huh. which don't fare well in the NFL. True statement. I mean, you, you tell me the last quarterback to come out of Oregon that made a name for himself in the NFL. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you at all. And exactly. But now you look. I can look, look it up. Me. I can look it up and make a case for them. But they, they're not around. They probably are good backups. Yeah, but look at then you look at like a USC. You can name several quarterbacks right off the cr- I mean, Carson Palmer. You've got numerous U- USC quarterbacks that's come out because that's that type of system they run. But, you know, we'll see what happens, man. I know we'll, tomorrow will be a, be an NFL top studio day. So, NBA, you want to get the NBA now? Yeah, NBA. Uh, here's my problem with the uh, – not problem. Here's, here's, here's my laugh out loud to the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> well, well, Atlanta, well, what are you doing over there? Well, I'm going to tell you if you let me get a word in. But look, here's, here it is right here. D. Will hit about 35 points, five assists, five rebounds. That's an outstanding night for him. That, that's the D. Will we saw back in the day. Now, he had some injuries. I, I, what are you doing over there? You're making a lot of noise. What is that? I don't know. Uh, what is that noise? But anyway... D. Will hits about five points last night. Is that you, Doug? No, I thought that was you in the studio. I don't know what that noise is. 
Kevin, what's going on? In fact, that's uh, that's you, you know what that noise is. Um, you better put that thing on mute, man. Uh, is that you, the in an airplane? What's going on? Huh, what? Is that the airplane? airplane over? Let, me, let me ask you this: you you pick up your friend oh, yeah. yet? What's that? You pick your friend up yet? No, her flight doesn't come in until ten. It got delayed back, so right. I've been well, well my my point for asking that is, you three minutes from the studio. As soon as she called, you say I'm landing. You could have left. You'd have been right there on time. You would have been there before she got you're downstairs. Right. You're right, but I honestly I didn't know when she was gonna land earlier or later. So I've been sitting there waiting for oh so long. Hey, you just gotta tell her you got business to handle, man. She can wait. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Doug. You're welcome, babe. Anytime. <sighs> Anytime. Darren Wills plays 32 minutes. He's two for eight. Behind the arc, he's 0 for two. Free throws, he one for one. This guy had five points coming off a 35 point game. Where does that make sense? Anywhere. And you're supposed to be that guy. You're supposed to be the guy. Now, Atlanta did what they were supposed to do. Atlanta, Atlanta win this game. And what's this series? This series should be over. This game is taking too long. This series is taking too long. This series should be over. Atlanta wins uh, 107-97. And that's t- due to the absence. Give me half of those 35 points. Brooklyn might win this game. Brooklyn might give it. Well, they have a better chance of winning this game. They score 16 points. When you allow somebody to score 33 points in the first quarter, that's crazy. 33 points in the first quarter. No one should get off like that. But Atlanta has always been that team that play team ball. Uh, 30, 20, 29, and 25. That's how you win games. That's how you win games. Well, if it wasn't for well, if it wasn't for D. Will turning back the clock, I think this series will be over with. Um, he turned back the clock on one game. His way, he turned back the clock a little bit, and he balled out. And then the next game, he came out and played pretty terrible. So, yeah. uh, if it wasn't for him, the series would be over. Yeah, but you can't do that. How you you that guy? No guy. Unless you got some championships, you can have a bad game. You can't have a bad game, D-Will. You've been the guy, you're the one who got the a Hall of Fame coach fired, which is, which is amazing to me to even say that. You was the one in Utah, you and Boozer, when y'all had that little thing going on, had that good chemistry going on, had Utah still relevant after Carl Malone and, um, and um, who's, who's my other guy? Carl Malone and Stark, John Stockton. John Stockton. Then you go to you go to another team. You got to be that guy. You can't have a thirty-five point game. That's crazy to me. That, that'll never make sense to me. Now, the only thing that makes sense you got a you got a two-game interception and you got one-game interception. That that makes sense. Or you have no game interception. But you touch the ball more than anybody on the court, just as much as anybody on the court. And you got five points. And let, let me see what your assist was like, because maybe you had a, a great night assisting, which I which I doubt it. He didn't have any assists, man. He had six assists. That could be, that could be eighteen points. That's that, at the max. That could be eighteen points, and that wins games. At the max, that that's what it could be. He had two turnovers. No, you can't have those nights. You thirty-five point night. You come back. You better get 20, 25 points, and that changes the game. And he may, he may be the reason why they're still in it, but he has to be the reason why they win it, not lose after a performance like that. You can't have those performances. But you are playing a team like the Atlanta Hawks who got the best record in the East, um, who falls asleep from time to time, and that's when you got to take advantage of them. And Brooklyn's not doing that. And I'm trying to figure out what this series I think the series is at 3-1. Now, 
No, this Atlanta is 3 2. Atlanta is 3 2. Now, it's possible they can come back and, and win two because now you're looking for the Clippers to do the same thing against the San Antonio Spurs. It is a wrap. It is a wrap for the Clippers. And I'm saying that with that. And they're the most talented team out there. And I'm saying that they won't win two against the Spurs. They, no. might, not, they might not get out of this one. They might not. When is that game tonight? Okay, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but Portland finished. Uh, Portland finished their season up with a uh, four-to-one wrap. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies did them in. That series is done. That series was four-one. They won last night, ninety-nine-ninety-three. It's only so much. Uh, Lamarcus Aldridge put up fourteen points. I'm looking for him to do bigger things. And the conversation with Portland Trail Blazers is, will they be able to hold their their power forward, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, for next year? And you got to think, the caliber player he is and where he plays in Portland, not sure that's going to that's, that's gonna be a tough one. But Portland can pay more money, especially when you got the new revenues and everything changing this year as far as the TV money and that stuff. But you got Robin Lopez over there. Um, who is it? Damon Lillard. Lillard, Lillard is one of my favorites. I couldn't wait to watch these guys. But they just stunk it up this year. And they did get in the playoffs, but that's a disappointment, how they played. And that has a lot to do with who Memphis Grizzlies are. That has a lot to do with uh, Zach Randolph. That has Tony Allen, Marcus Saul, Courtney Lee. That has a lot to do with this, uh, with those guys. And even, I'm, he, I'm just glad they found a way to move on from that series. I'm glad Memphis didn't get caught up in with Conley's injury. I mean, all the guys you just named, yeah, I'm glad they found a way to move on and to – you know, to get healthy, to move on from Portland because Portland's a good team. They could have easily won a couple more games. Uh, they that that, that would have been bad for Memphis. Lillard bought the other night. Yeah. They they win a few more games like you mentioned. That would have been bad for Memphis because Memphis got to – where are they going? To Golden State? Uh, no, they no. play no, no, uh, no. the winner – of uh, San Antonio. Yeah, yeah, they, no, I think they do see Golden State. Yeah, I think they do see Golden yeah, State. They, they, Golden State. Yeah, that's the, that's the only series right now that's been set is Golden State and Memphis. Golden State was at home resting. All he was doing was hitting uh, <laughs> hitting three uh, 100 three-pointers. Sipping on some my ties. Golden State, Mark Jackson's team, coached by, oh, man. Yeah, this is, this is going to be interesting. Because defense and offense – I usually go with defense to win those games, win those series. And, and Memphis plays defense. But then we talk about who they do have over there. We mentioned um, Marcus Saul. We mentioned uh, Zach Randolph, old school, old man basketball. But Tony Allen? Tony Allen need to give me a little bit more on that uh, on the point system. But, he, but he's serviceable. They, they play together as a team. Uh, Courtney Lee, is, he's going to be the guy. Somebody's going to have problems with him. And you got Vince Carter coming off the bench. Giving you nine to ten points a game. Vince Sanity is still doing it. Oh man, it's Thursday. I got the NFL draft party tonight. Dougie B is on the line. Demery Lachey is on the line. Come down to Coaching Willie's. Enjoy uh, a draft party, draft atmosphere. Uh, we're looking for the Cardinals to do big thing during this draft and whomever your favorite team is. Hopefully they get what they want. But first and foremost, let's let the Cardinals get what they need first so mm-hmm. we can get them over that hump. Kwame Lasso Sports Talk, Dougie B, Demi Lachey. We will talk with you guys Friday, Fireball Friday. I think Doug's going to give me a sobriety test or something. Some bull crap he said. 
We're going to have a good time tomorrow. <laughs> Do it before and after. All right, man. We out. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>